It is 8.32 on a Thursday morning. You know the drill. This is my chance to talk to Brian Smith, Connecticut County Sheriff. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Nice to have you in this morning. Beautiful morning. It's beautiful all day now. It is. Well, did the mist and fog kind of go away for the most part when you yeah, drove in? Yeah, it's bright sun. It's getting hot now. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be the case over the weekend is too, uh, as well. And as we head into a long weekend for some folks with Monday and Tuesday off for the 4th of July. Yeah. So a lot to look forward to. And we'll, we'll talk more in detail on that in just a moment. But why don't we start with what's been going on because we didn't chat last week. So last couple weeks, what's been happening? Well, a lot, lot of the same, uh, but an average in about 300 calls for service a week and about eight new arrests per week. Uh, most of those are um, probation violations, warrants, DUIs, and drug charges for okay. the most part. Yeah. The, the, I hate to use the term, but I will. The usual suspects is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Very typical of, yes. This time of year. Of what we've been seeing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and sometimes, I don't know. Um, you don't want any major stuff either. So even though these are same old, same old, you know, it's kind of like in life. We go along and, you know, I have to do laundry today. I have to do those kind of things. Then you have major things that aren't so great. So then you're like, doing the laundry is okay. You know what I'm saying, Brian? Right, right. In the scheme of things, we'll take it. Well, you know, you look at those DUIs and we continue to make make a rest for those. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just one bad crash away from a criminal vehicular homicide. Yeah. And, uh. That, you know, that's why we try and stop them before that happens. And, yeah, um, so, it's important. Yeah, there, there's plenty of there's plenty of those bad ones around us. So mm-hmm. um, we certainly want to remind folks to, especially with a long holiday weekend oh, going man. on. You know, if you're gonna drink, don't drive. Uh, it's that simple. It's that simple. Anything motorized, I wouldn't even be on a lawnmower because you can. You could tip over on a lawnmower, too. Yeah, just, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm not being silly there. I'm being honest. I yeah. mean, just common sense here, guys. Right. 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 Okay, perfect. Um, speaking of the long weekend, and uh, so Patty Miller is works at uh, Public Health, and I think Brian has some connection to her. We won't go into that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but Patty is a sweetheart, and she was kind enough to send me information uh, as of yesterday, June 28th, right? Uh, yep. Yes, okay. And they are saying the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency has confirmed dangerous blue-green algae on Knife Lake in Kanabic County. Correct. And Brian, uh, Fred and I were out, it's over a week ago now, but we had gone fishing and we used the, you know, you have the two different options when you're bringing a, a boat in. Yeah, the two accesses. The two accesses. Yep. So we weren't on 65, we're on the other one. On the 19 access. On the 19 access. So we came in there and I'm telling you, it was unbelievable how much of that stuff oh, was really? there. Yeah, we uh-huh. both commented on it, just putting the, the pontoon in and out. Sure. And... Um, it's a problem, and I'm not. We're not picking on Knife Lake when they say this. This is just the one that showed up, and the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency has has confirmed it. Right. So I know when you started all those years ago in law enforcement. Not that this makes you necessarily an expert on this, but you patrolled lakes. That was part of your job. Talk a little bit about that, and then what you've seen of blue green algae over the years. Well, I haven't seen a lot of blue green algae. Okay. Uh, that really wasn't a. a big concern in my early years okay um so I, I didn't it just wasn't something that we we focused on um so however however um obviously that's because of the changes that we've seen I was in just our gonna climate say that. and yep you know we've had some 
years of really weird weather. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a June without rain or very little rain up until a couple days ago. Um, that's really not very normal. Uh, we usually have plenty of rain. and But when you don't have rain and you have plenty of heat, and that's when these blue-green algae things can... And, and they're not really, from what I understand, they're not even an algae. They're called blue-green algae, but they're not an algae. It's more of a bacteria. It is exactly um, that, and, and that's why they, and that's why it it uh, can cause um, cause harmful sickness in humans and pets alike. Yeah. So, and from what I understand, it it can't even get into the uh, into fish. Uh, so you got to be careful of you know eating eating the fish and. Um, you might want to, since it's there, you might want to taper back your intake. You know, maybe more catch and release right now. Right. Might be the Might not be a day. bad idea. Might not be a bad idea. Well, I know what I did here is Patty, like I say, was kind enough to send me information about this. And just what Brian said, it is a bacteria. I, I think it's called cyanobacteria, C-Y-A-N-O. B-A-C-T-E-R-A-T-E-R. So something like that. It does thrive in warm, nutrient-rich water. When conditions are right, the blue-green algae can grow quickly, forming blooms. Certain varieties of blue-green algae can produce toxins that are linked to illness in humans and animals. Um, they go on and talk about what they look like. I know when Fred and I were out the other day, it's just, it's kind of a pretty color, to be honest. It's yeah. kind of almost an aqua marine color but they it's really obvious on the lake when you see it and like i say it was obvious kind of like an oily looking yes yeah just kind of floats on the top and there are possible health effects brian alluded to that you can become sick if you swallow have skin contact with or breathe in airborne water droplets while swimming boating water skiing tubing bathing or showering in water that has harmful algae or of course if you drink water that contains the toxins and they say if you become sick, you might experience vomiting, diarrhea, rash, eye irritation, cough, sore throat, and headache. And they generally, those symptoms start a couple days after exposure hmm. is pretty common. So I guess the main reason I wanted, while well, Brian was in today, I know this isn't necessarily his deal, but it is a public health concern. Right. It is something we really want to be sure to get the word out about. I'm I shouldn't assume, but I'm uh, I'm sending this information to our news guys to hopefully run this over the weekend as well and make people aware of it, you know, because yeah, it's, it's a, a concern. it's an awareness thing. And, yeah. and if you're out there using the lakes, um, you know, whether it's Knife Lake or any other lake in that the would area, have it. Yeah. Um, conditions are ripe for this kind of p- public health concern. Yeah. So you just want to be careful. And, and uh, if, it, if you see that, you know, go somewhere else. You well, know, and it's going to be another, tough. Maybe another part of the lake somewhere else, um, but certainly you don't want to be swimming and playing in uh, where that where that the bloom is. Exactly, and like I say, where Fred and I noticed it was at the public access. You'll just want to look for it on the lake. But I know Knife Lake has their big parade, and it's not. Yep. We're not saying not to be part of any of this stuff or right. use the lake, not to recreate it, right. but just be aware of it. Right. Um, they do mention the thing with fish here, and this is right from again uh, public, not only public health, but the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency. So please go to the website if you want more information. But they say on the fish side of things, toxins can accumulate in the entrails or guts of the fish and occasionally in the mussel or the fillet. Levels in fish depend upon the severity of the bloom in yep. the area where the fish are caught. Right. Okay, 
In general, fish that are caught in areas of a water body where major blue-green algae blooms are occurring may be safe to eat as long as the guts are discarded. Well, why wouldn't you discard them anyway? However, it's uncertain, just like Brian said, how much algae toxin can accumulate in fillets, so anglers may want to wait a week or two after algae blooms are over before fishing and eating fish from waters where a bloom is occurring. Right. So again, some common sense there. They do mention animals. It's really dangerous for pets, and I know they're out running around along the lake. You just don't want them drinking that water, so keep them on a leash. Do what you have to do to keep them safe, right? right? Well, and you know dogs, if there's water, they're they're playing in, they're lapping it up, and um, so they're they're bound to ingest the water. So definitely want to keep your keep your pets uh, out of the out of the lake at this time. Yep, and uh, they do say too they if they are in the water they can lick their fur and then oh, yeah. you know there's that thing. So anyway, all that information is out there. Uh, they say what to do if you see a bloom and how to report it or if you have an illness. But just yep. use some common sense. And I think that's how this one was discovered. You know, somebody on the lake you know saw it and knew it for what it was and and called Minnesota Pollution Control. And right. And uh, they came up and tested it and confirmed it. So, um, and you know, every summer it seems like you hear about this in the cities, and mm-hmm. they have to close beaches because of that, because they've got a lot of public beaches on you know certain lakes there, and and they're prone to these algae blooms, um, probably because of the nutrient-rich waters, and you know everybody's fertilizing their lawns yep. and all that kind of stuff. Well, that all goes into the lake eventually. Um, and then the and, heat. And We've then had the heat so much more heat. And, yeah. and the lack of fresh water coming in. Um, I'm hoping this this past rain that we got uh, will help. maybe will help that a little bit. Yep. And uh, hopefully we get some more in the future. I'm not sure if that's in the forecast or not. A but, little bit, but not as much as we might like. Yeah, we need more. But, mm-hmm. um, but anyways, uh, yeah, just be aware that it's out there and uh, and enjoy your your holiday weekend. Um, I'm assuming everybody's going to celebrate this weekend. Oh, yeah. Versus I think for the most it's part. in the middle of the week, kind of. Well, yeah, with know. the Tuesday deal. But you know what? I've heard quite a bit, and even KBK, I know, and here at Choburg and Holmstrom, uh, they're taking Monday and Tuesday off, just giving yeah, people a places, longer weekend, right. if, if you some can. Some places do. Some, yeah. So Not every job are you allowed to do that. Yeah, right. I mean, it's right. just nature of the beast, but uh, right. many are going that route. So just right. some common sense. Again, go to the website if you want more details, but uh, be aware of that. The other thing I wanted to just touch on with you, my dear, um, is talking about, because I know also there's a connection with somebody named Patty, that Mora Rocks is going on at Library Park today. Yeah, uh, I'm putting rocks you on the, the spot. Mora Rocks the Parks. Mora Rocks the Parks, yep. right? And so there's events that are happening in, uh, in more, obviously they're both in more, but one's at Library Park and one's over at Kids Kingdom, I believe, yep. right? Are the two yeah, spots. Yeah, they're doing both parks and they're, they're kind of alternating. Back and forth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so Library Park, three o'clock today, they have rock painting and free ice cream treat. Oh. So I thought I'd mention that while you there. were in. Yeah, I was going to say the ice cream treat, and I know I could just see you painting a rock. Yeah, I, I think you could do that. I don't know about that, but I'm up for the ice cream. At, well, I knew you would be. I knew you would be. And the other thing before I, I you know, let you get on with your day here, because I saw this on Facebook. So, again, when you're on Facebook, if you like, uh, I guess, or whatever, interact with the sheriff's department, you get these little updates, whether it's a lost dog or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And with Deputy Gherkin and Rip Away competing at the USPCA Region 12 trials, 
this is a great time to purchase your own plush rip. Right. So that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Maybe talk a little bit about the USPCA, the thing that they're uh, competing in right now. Well, it's a, it's a canine team-specific uh, challenge, basically. And it, it's just another way for for canine teams to hone their skills. And uh, they go in and um, these organizers will set up courses that are based on what they're what the canine team should be able to do and then there's a there's timing factors in there and air factors and you you gain points i I couldn't even tell you how the point structures made up but Mm -hmm. basically it's it's a way to test your your skills that you've acquired and and how how well you train you know during the year um you know outside of just your daily go to work sure shift stuff yeah and uh so it's you know that's it's always it's a challenge and uh um, that everybody wants to excel you know when you get to that level and you have that type of asset those are the people that want to excel sure and um that's a way to test their test their test themselves against others um, well, I think so. Adam, just when I see Adam and have talked to him, I'm not going to say he's a competitive guy, but I could see him really wanting to do well with Rip to make sure he's doing the best job he can. He just kind of has that excellence about him. He is he is definitely a competitive guy and uh, and and is always testing himself and, and uh, trying to improve and be mm-hmm. better. Um, so, um, and hence... That's one reason he has a canine. Absolutely, um, yeah. Because that's what it takes to make those programs successful. So now they're competing. Um, is that through the weekend? Do we know what the time frame is? You know, is? I don't know what the full time frame is. Um, I think it was all week. I don't believe it would be on the weekend. They you should think be they'd done. Be wrapped up. I'm pretty sure they'll be wrapped up, if not today, tomorrow. Okay. Um, so I doubt they'll go through the weekend. Okay. Well, I'd like to but find out. But he didn't out. tell me for sure, so and I didn't ask. Right, right. Well, yeah. good luck to them, and we'll yeah. hear more yeah, about it. Yeah, hopefully it, it sounds like the uh, last time I talked to him, uh, things were going well. Um, he couldn't really, didn't really have any insight as to where they were at. Where the they were thing. at, exactly. But um, it, it sounded like things were going well, and they were performing well, and Rip was performing well. and He's such um, a fun dog i'm he, telling he you he is we we really we were very fortunate and landed a, a a very very good dog and well good going out to the community events and if you haven't had a chance to see rip i'm sure if, if these various events that go on around our area including of course the fair adam and rip will be out and it's a great time to get to see them and inter- how they interact and all that yep sounds yep. good and i believe one of the the more rocks the parks things they've got adam and rip lined up to come okay. and, and uh, hang out with the kids and let the kids have some interaction with rip and adam and sounds good and we'll yeah. I'm i sure think that's later i think it's in august i was I gonna say right. look pretty ahead. sure they picked a date i think it was in august but it's it's on the flyers yep. so if you find them on facebook or or uh, and i'll mention wherever yep. yeah we'll yep. make sure to pass along yep. but just to pass pass this along if you'd like to order a rip plush uh puppy here all the proceeds go to supporting their canine program. They're $20. You can order uh, between now and July 21st of yeah. this year. And there is a online place to order. You can go in person to the Connecticut County Jail, and uh, you can put your bid in, so to speak, to right. pick one up. Right. Yeah. Okay. And basically, you're just 
you pre-ordering them and yep. uh um rather than order a bunch and then just throw them out there would rather pre-order than we don't have to sit on a stock well it makes sense it does and and all the proceeds go to the canine program so mm-hmm. that's that's part of why we're doing it and and uh have that public connection and i know we did a we did a first round of that just to see what it was like and but it's primarily employees and uh just about everybody's got one yeah. riding around in their squad or on their desk or at home or wherever it's a great so, idea it's yeah a lot and of they're really they are really neat so good deal it, yeah highly recommend it all right well on that note um i'm going to be gone the next couple of weeks so you'll be talking to one of the guys all right i'm not sure exactly who but then i'll be back with you that week of the 17th whatever that is of july okay so i want to wish you and yours a happy and safe fourth of july weekend i'm sure you thank you, you uh, will stay out of trouble for the most part i'm hoping i'm hoping all right I'm hoping everybody else does too <laughs> i'm sure you are let's all just watch use some those, common sense watch those illegal fireworks uh, yeah we get more and more complaints on those all the time and um we don't want to have to issue citations and seize people's contraband. Yes. So good reminders there as always. Brian Smith, Canaba County Sheriff, I always appreciate your time, my dear.